Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like my Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. A quick goodbye and a hello from us. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are side by side in the air everywhere as we... Have a disease to please, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the cosmos, hanging out on a little blue marble spinning round and round the Milky Way, the Fox Sports Radio studios at a secret location somewhere. In the Northwoods, I trust you're doing well. Our lead this hour, yet again, comes from college football, the speculation machine of college football. The coaching carousel goes round and round and round and round and round and round. It has not stopped last 24 hours. Now, did we get a third consecutive 
high-profile coach to do the old switcheroo? Uh, No, we did not. Not three days in a row. But we go where the news of the sporting day takes us, and it is all about Notre Dame and Brian Kelly, who is getting charbroiled for his exit from South Bend. Now, if you have not been paying attention and you've been watching and paying attention to other things, let me get you, I'll get you cut up to speed on the, the thumbnail version of events. I think it's an interesting story, and it's fun to talk about. So Brian Kelly is getting roasted here. The 7 a.m. meeting. Now, this happened about an hour after our show yesterday came to a close. The Notre Dame football players uh, and Brian Kelly got together, had a little powwow there, and he informed the players after already texting them and of course, anybody that has a working uh, mind uh, pays attention knows that he was leaving to go to LSU, but he met with them face-to-face to let the players know that he was leaving, which is what many people had been wanting him to do. But that's where the story takes a twist. So Kelly shows up to the football meeting room there, get together, and everyone sits around, and he addresses the team at 7 a.m. He then is seen leaving the campus at 7.11 in the morning. Uh, And uh, you can do the math on that. The players left a few minutes after that. The whole thing was done by 7.25 in the morning. The actual meeting itself only lasted for a few minutes. Uh, And then by the evening time, Kelly was on his way to Baton Rouge to meet with his new players at LSU and the college football media having... A feeding frenzy with this information. How dare you only meet for a few minutes with the Notre Dame players. Kelly is being body slammed for showing up, but not showing up and giving them the full, long, drawn-out goodbye and essentially sneaking out the back door. And uh, he's a guy, many people pointing out, all these coaches demand loyalty, commitment, work hard. Uh, And then he ends up bailing on his players and uh, over the top, very dramatic reporting, uh, Brian Kelly being called heartless, cold-blooded for ditching his players and all that razzmatazz. So let us discuss the question. Is Brian Kelly the villain for leaving Notre Dame in this manner? So I'm cross-eyed on this one. I really am. I've got heritage, crooner, and Country Mile, and we'll put all these things together. We're going to throw a party is what we're going to do. Now, A, uh, I, I really am cross-eyed. I'm scratching my head. Right? What was Brian Kelly supposed to do in this meeting? I'm always fascinated by this. I realize it's one of my Michigas, one of my pet peeves here. Uh, I bring this up quite a bit. Uh, I, I, by no means, no ways, am a Brian Kelly lapdog. I've never met Brian Kelly. I don't think he's all that great a coach. I think he's okay. I don't think he's the greatest coach in the world. I think he's fine. I just find the faux outrage to be disingenuous. If I, I'm looking on the outside, I'm the perfect guy for this. I, I have no dog in the fight. I, I don't have any allegiance to Notre Dame, uh, Brian Kelly, or LSU. So, From an outsider's perspective, he's not the bad guy here. And I imagine how this went down as he got got down to business. He was very straightforward. This was all choreographed. Uh, This is not the first barbecue for Brian Kelly. He has been through this before. 
changing jobs on his way up to get the Notre Dame job. He coached at several other schools and then eventually got to the top of the mountain, and then he decided he wanted to go to another mountain, which was across the way after over a decade plus at Notre Dame. And so these things are choreographed. You make the formal announcement. Uh, you say it was a tough decision. And I love you guys. Thank you for working hard. Uh, wish your players well. You open it up for questions. Nobody has any questions because they're all looking at their phones. And you say, adios, muchachos. Uh, I'm out of here. See you later. And in many ways, though, he's honoring the heritage of Ireland. Brian Kelly, the Irish goodbye, right? The Irish goodbye. It, you make the big entrance. That's what when Brian Kelly was hired from Cincinnati, big entrance, right? A lot of fanfare, the man that was going to turn around, touchdown Jesus and all that. So the, the celebration and then the quick exit, the quick exit. And if, if I'm a golden domer, if I'm a Notre Dame player, if I'm in your shoes, I'm not distressing about this. I'm not depressed about it because Notre Dame's going to get another blue chip coach who's going to replace this guy. Now, it's not going to be the same. The only thing I would be annoyed about is the fact that you even made me go to a meeting. Uh, and, and fortunately, you didn't stretch it out. It's unbearable. It's bad enough. You, you go at 7 in the morning. At least it was over quickly. This should have been done on Zoom. But then the media would have been all upset. Well, you didn't have the, the balls to meet with the players face-to-face. -face. I will guarantee you that the majority of those Notre Dame players, if they had known that thing was going to last less than 15 minutes and likely less than 10 minutes by the time uh, Kelly wrapped up, they were like, why, why do we even need to show up? Reminds me of a radio job I had lost uh, one time. One of the people I was working with, uh, I will not – reveal the name of the guilty because they're still working radio but uh, we were all getting fired it was uh, a mass execution uh, we're all getting getting whacked and i showed up to get formally fired in person knowing i was going in to get fired the person one of the people i was working with chose not to show up and just said it's a long drive there's a lot of traffic living in la just take care of it over the phone that was the wiser decision it didn't make me feel any better to be fired face-to-face -face and told to get my things and walk out of the building in a timely manner uh, did not make me feel any better. Now, this, again, this is not a firing, though. This is just a changing of the job. No, none of the Notre Dame players are getting fired. Some of them will end up leaving. They'll go into the transfer protocol, which is their option, their right. And just like Brian Kelly, the coaches can move around, the players can move around now more freely in college football. Now, part B of this, the coaching changes are rarely smooth. These are not a silk situation. It's like that old crooner, Neil Sadaka, saying back in the day, breaking up is hard to do. It's not as hard when there's a lot of money involved, but from the sound of things, you look around, what we've been hearing, the streets have been talking, and the streets were right, that the whispers indicated that Kelly was encouraged to look for an exit, exit plan, exit strategy, whatever you want to call it, uh, the, the Notre Dame athletic director, some of the big shots at Notre, Notre Dame, implied that they were not surprised that Brian Kelly exited, indicating that the Irish were not blindsided and really validating the scuttlebutt that some of the big boosters, some of the big people that are behind the scenes that we don't know their names at Notre Dame, 
had grown tired of Kelly and felt the program has has grown stale, not from a wins and losses standpoint, but from a buzz standpoint and the almighty television ratings, which is really what drives and fuels the money machine in South Bend. So despite a great record, they're not satisfied. And they started looking around and said, we need some new blood in here. And so, Kelly, you can look around. We've got a wandering eye. You can have a wandering eye. And so the the way the story was relayed is that Kelly was tipped off to this. He got word. He's been around. He knows people. He hears things and through the grapevine. And so he was given the green light. And so after not really wanting the LSU job with this change in environment, rather than sit there and moan and complain about it, he's like, all right, I'll just go off to LSU. And they'll think they got a, a great coach and I'll get paid $100 million, and Notre Dame can get their new coach. All right, last word here. So we have two, two big-time jobs wide open. Toss-up question. Notre Dame or Oklahoma? Better job. What is the better job? So the toss-up question, advantage goes to the leprechaun. And it's not even really close. The fighting Irish by a country mile. They got issues. Everyone's got issues. But the differences are staring you right between your eyes, right? There is a reason, pretty good reason, Lincoln Riley ran out of Sooner Country like the building was on fire. The magic eight ball says, outlook, not good. Outlook, not good. And the outlook, of course, when Oklahoma arrives in the Southeastern Conference and yeah, Lincoln Riley got the gold out of the Golden State at USC, but he's also far removed from the hustle and bustle of the SEC West, a graveyard for coaches not named, named Nick Saban. Oklahoma is looking at a pending talent shortage when competing with Alabama, LSU, and all the other power brokers in the SEC. It's, it's not at the skill positions, the belief is that Oklahoma will still be able to get quarterbacks and receivers. But the trench warfare, the big fat guys up front blocking and tackling, a distinct disadvantage. And side by side, Notre Dame, if you're a prospective coach, that's the better job. Notre Dame is as easy as pie compared to what Oklahoma is going to become once they get to the SEC. And so... Notre Dame's got all that money as long as the ratings keep up and NBC keeps renewing the deal and the Irish are media darlings. Uh, they'll keep getting that money and the ACC money, so double dipping all the way there. They've got the national brand. Oklahoma does have a national brand to, to some degree as well, but both schools have high expectations. But there is a better path, an easier path, being a non-conference team to salvation for the fellas in South Bend to avoid the daggers that are being thrown at them, unlike Oklahoma, who many prognosticators predict will be just a mid-level SEC team. They're not going to be amazing, and they'll be okay, and some years they'll be all right, but it's not going to be like the way it has been under the recent era of Oklahoma football where they are a powerhouse in the Big 12. They're going to go from a powerhouse to... A school every few years has a good team, but the rest of the time they're a middling-type program, 
And good luck. Uh, Good luck on that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from the Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Musical madness. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Mather Show. We are together in the air everywhere as we chat up coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful Microphones of FSR emanating live from the track, the warning track of Sports Chat there, the Fox Sports Radio studios at a secret location somewhere in the Northwoods. And we're back at it again this hour. Our lead comes from Pittsburgh. The Steelers, not good talk radio on the field, but great talk radio off the field with the lingering Ben Roethlisberger drama o rama on the horizon and another story that came across my radar that i think is a tremendous talk radio story uh they continue to feed the content machine here at fsr this story involving receiver chase claypool 
who was asked earlier this week about the Steelers needing to practice better. The practices apparently have not been beautiful. The results against Cincinnati were cataclysmic if you're a Pittsburgh apologist. And if you look at the recent play on the field, the Steelers, their last three games are 0-2-1. Holy cannoli, 0-2-1 the past three weeks, including a tie, a tie with the Lions. Not a win, not a loss, a tie. And so as a result of their recent performance on the field, Pittsburgh has dropped to the cellar. They are looking up at the tuchus of everyone else in the AFC North at 5-5-1, five, five, and one, right in the middle of the bell curve record-wise and the very bottom of the division. And so the talking point among those around the Steelers is, well, it's clearly the, the practices need to be better. You've got to be more productive in practice, yada, yada, yada. And so the media, they, they chatted up. Chase Claypool, receiver, said, hey, what's going on? He, he took the bait. Now, he didn't go full-on berserk. In fact, his answer was rather measured, but it still went to a place that, let's just say, Mike Tomlin was uncomfortable with. So Claypool responding to the question about what it would take for Pittsburgh to have better practices. And he said, you know, I think maybe some music would help. That a nice serenade <laughs> for, for the Steelers, he says, uh, he says the Steelers actually do have music during warm-up, so they have some of that. And Claypool says it's always fun, always a good time to have the music, and people are dancing around and having a, having a wonderful time. Uh, he says, well, maybe, maybe music would make practice a little more fun and up-tempo. And so he says that is my one suggestion to Coach T. That's what he calls Mike Tomlin, Coach T. And, uh, and he, but he did point out that Tomlin's been doing it a lot longer. So... That set up Mike Tomlin. That's the setup. And if you didn't hear what Mike Tomlin had to say, maybe not. Tomlin was asked about what Claypool had said about music leading to fun. And as Warner Wolf would say, let's go to the audio tape. Mike Claypool suggested yesterday that he needs to, who would like to have more fun at practice, maybe play some music. I'm suggesting you're not going to oblige his request. Well, you know, Claypool plays wide out, and I'll let him do that. Um, I'll formulate the practice approach, and I think that division of labor is probably appropriate. <laughs> that is outstanding. <laughs> I love it. Uh, that is so good. I feel like we need to play it again if you weren't paying attention. This is, again, you'll hear the question Mike Tomlin asked specifically about Chase Claypool's recommendation of having some nice music during practice, and here's Tomlin's response. Mike Claypool suggested yesterday that he needs to, who would like to have more fun at practice, maybe play some music. I'm suggesting you're not going to oblige his request. Well, you know, Claypool plays wide out, and I'll let him do that. Um, I'll formulate the practice approach, and I think that division of labor is probably appropriate. <laughs> it's just great. All right. That line, that division of labor is probably appropriate. Uh, that is a wonderful, that's a 10. That's a 10 on the Maller scale of good quotes. That's a 10. All right, so the question, Mike Tomlin shutting down the idea of a nice serenade to the Steelers during practice. Is that fair or unfair? Oh, it's absolutely fair ball. That is a fair ball. I've got old country, symphony, and sizzle reel. 
And we'll put all of this together into a pot, and we're going to cook it on the stove for about 10 minutes, and we'll see what pops out. So, uh, number one. Number one. Bravo. Bravo for Mike Tomlin. Good job by you. The Steelers are not a good team, and they are going through a rough patch right now. Good teams aren't in last place. They have sucked at a time you cannot suck, which is far too often on the field, certainly lately. And so they're in the danger zone. We all know that. Anybody who pays attention to this kind of stuff knows what's going on here. Uh, You don't have to be as sly as a fox to figure it out. that Pittsburgh has a legitimate chance of having a losing record which is unprecedented in the regime or under the regime of Mike Tom. And so when you start taking inventory and he's in the captain's chair and you look around and you're like, well, who are you going to blame? Well, most people are blaming the quarterback. Uh, we'll get to that. But there are other issues. There's other underlying issues. And Tomlin determined that you know, I, I, I need to turn this thing around. I'm not going to throw in the sponge. And to the credit of the Pittsburgh Steelers, they've never been that team. They're not that team, pal. They're not that team. They don't give up. Other teams give up. The Steelers do not give up. And that is a good quality to have. So the goal is here to turn this thing around. At the same time, Mike Tomlin is not in a mood for grab ass. And he's from the old country. And when you're from the old country, you know... As uh, as my bosses like to say, and I'm sure your bosses have told you at some point along the way, or maybe not these days, uh, practice is work, right? Practice is work. It's not supposed to be fun. That's why they call it work. Hello. Uh, it's kind of like my job. Like doing the radio show is great, but I spend you know, a fair amount of time getting ready for the show, kind of getting my thoughts together, what I want to talk about. That's not a lot of fun, nor should it be. Nor should it be, right? And Tomlin expects his players to have a certain edge to them. And there's no bending over backward. And that, uh, that is a good thing. Now, in this world, uh, there have been coaches that have bent over backward towards the player and given the player everything they want. And, uh, and the media just loves that. They celebrate those coaches. And Mike Tomlin, I'm sure that some hack somewhere is writing the column online that, that Tomlin is such a domineering autocrat as a coach. How dare him? It's an outdated style, which is odd because Tomlin always had the reputation. Back when Pittsburgh would be playing the Patriots in the playoffs and it was Belichick versus Tomlin and it was Belichick was the hard ass and Tomlin was like the player's coach in comparison to Belichick. And now here we are at another crossroads situation and and people are saying, well, that's that's wrong. That's draconian. What's wrong with you? They want to hear some music. Give them music. All right. Now, secondly... Even though this was not completely over the top by Chase Claypool, it, it's not a good look. The team is circling the drain, and he wants to have fun. I want to have fun. Yeah. Uh, imagine, if you will, a world in your job, whatever it is. Right? Your job's not going well. Say you're a truck driver, and you're not meeting your deadlines, and for whatever reason they're blaming you, things aren't going well, and you're like, no, I, I just think, I just think uh, we need to have more fun while I'm driving the truck. I, I think that, that's what I need. And they, no, you're not supposed. You're supposed to drive the truck. You're not supposed to have fun. Or, or if you have a, a corporate type job where you have to have meetings and all that, and you're like, hey, can we have a nice soundtrack when we do the next Zoom call? Can we, can we make that happen? 
Now, as far as Chase Claypool, he has he had high expectations. There were people thinking this was going to be his breakout season coming into the year. And the expectation was giant strides were going to be made and a springboard to bigger and better things. Now, so far, not that I've watched every second of the Steelers, uh, this has not been a rocket that took off off the launching pad. This has been a rocket that took off and kind of went sideways. And you can have fun with numbers and all that, and we can look at some of the numbers. Claypool's not terrible. He's just not as good as people thought he was going to become. And the blame game will, will point at Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, Chase Claypool's not a top 20 receiver. He's in the top 40 in a number of categories. He's 35th in yards, 63rd in total receptions. Only has one touchdown. We're getting late in the game. The weather is turning, and you only have one touchdown. And the numbers are inflated, though. The yardage total is highly inflated as almost 35% of Chase Claypool's yards have come in games the Steelers are down by a lopsided score. So that's a that's a pretty high number on that. We call that back where I'm from stat stuffing. Uh, that's what we call that. Now, if Chase Claypool really loves the music and wants to focus on the music and live for the beat of the music, uh, then I advise him to ask for a trade in the offseason. And he doesn't have to leave Pittsburgh. He can be traded from the Steelers to the Pittsburgh Sympathy, uh, Symphony Orchestra. Right? You can go play for uh, it's, it's, I think they call it Heinz Hall instead of Heinz Field there in Pittsburgh. And there's a, a beautiful orchestra in Pittsburgh. And they, he can go play there. And, uh, and then that, that's fine. And then you can listen to music all you want. So maybe you can add to the orchestra. They can add football. From, uh, from, t- from time to time. And, and if not, I know a guy in Ohio, and I can get Chase Claypool a backup gig at the Kettering Banjo Society in Dayton or the Strummers. So I, I know somebody there in Dayton who's a mover and shaker in the music industry. So if Chase Claypool wants to work there, I know some people. All right, final point. There is obviously a time and a place for Everything, a time and a place. Playing music during practice. Uh, at this point, not the time nor the place, obviously for Mike Tomlin and the NFL, as it has, has had many monikers over the, year, the years, not for long, no fun league, uh, all of those things. Uh, and there, there are, again, there are teams that have music blasting during practice, and, and usually those teams are at the very bottom uh, of the standings. Now, congratulations, though, to Mike Tomlin, because you can now add this latest soundbite to the Mike Tomlin sizzle reel of rants. We love it. They're great. Some of our favorites, excuses are tools of incompetence. Uh, The standard is the standard. Uh, And then when the Steelers lose, when they're expected to win, he'll come out and say something like, we make no excuses. We seek no comfort. We didn't play well and all that stuff. And uh, and this one's great also. This one's great as well. Remember the rant about USC a couple weeks ago, talking about college jobs in general. He says, never say never, but never. There's not a booster with a big enough blank check. Famous words of Mike Tomlin. Now we can add the vision of labor, a great homage to the manufacturing process of wins and losses, wins and blankety-blank losses.
Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Kubaloo. When Brian Kelly left South Bend for the Bayou, speculation started immediately for who would take over for the Fighting Irish. Uh, Urban Meyer is one of the top names to come up, but not just because of his rough time so far in the NFL. Meyer himself said back in 08 that Notre Dame is his dream job. Ben, if you had to put odds on... uh, Meyer leaving the Jags for Notre Dame, what would they be? Oh, 15%. I mean, there, there are some whale boosters who thought they had Urban Meyer as the coach 17 years ago, 
and he left and he said, I'm not going there. I'm going to Florida. So I, I would assume that some of those boosters have long memories and they hired Charlie Weiss as the fallback. That is That was a hot mess. And I, I think Urban's going to stay in the NFL. I don't think he's going to leave. And I, there's other people that are convinced he's going to leave for a college job. I don't buy it. I say he's in Jacksonville next year and try to figure this thing out. Next! It was reported on Monday that an investment group that LeBron James is a part of is looking to buy an NBA team. Now, LeBron has long said that he would like to own an NBA team at some point because he knows what it takes to win and he knows how to run a business. Now, Ben, uh, when the day comes that LeBron is the principal owner of a team, do you think he'll be more successful at it than Michael Jordan? No. I, I, there's no reason to think LeBron will be any good owning a team. I think it'll be a carbon copy of what's going on in Charlotte where Le, LeBron is going to take that Nike money. He'll be an absentee owner. MJ's out golfing and enjoying his life, which he should. He made a ton of money, and occasionally he shows up to, to hang out with the Hornets, but it's secondary. Just like Derek Jeter. I think the stereotype is true. The best players don't make great coaches or great owners, for that matter. Next! During yesterday's monologue on Monday Night Football, you naturally focused on the more uh, more on the losing locker room. However, the Washington football team has quietly won three in a row and are now in the mix. My question for you is, Taylor Heineke legit? He's only proven he can be a high-end backup. I need to see more as far as a starter. How do we do, Coop? He pass, I guess. Oh, come on. That was not rushed. That was not rushed at all. I, I felt very, very... Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Here we go. Attention, everyone. And the password is... Password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. And it is time now for Password, the Word Game of the Stars. This portion of the Ben Maller Show made possible by Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Brought to you by Discover. Let's welcome in our contestants for this edition of Password. Let's see here. We've got... Well, I don't know. Is that the... Is that the I'm not saying that. We've got Jim in Ohio. I'm not saying that. Hello, Jim, because that'll be a drop, and I don't want to... I got enough <laughs> drops. Hello, Jim. <laughs> Ben Maller, don't say the name, dude. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I can't read. I, 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 my glasses aren't working now, Jim. All of a sudden, I can't, I can't see the name. Uh, Jim, well, you're gonna play the game. What part of Ohio are you in, Jim? I'm in uh, Solon, Ohio, part of Cleveland. All right, you're in Cleveland, and are you up early for work? Are you up late? Can't sleep? What's going on? No, I always listen to you, uh, Ben, and I'm back in the Tony Bruno days. Oh, Tony, one of my radio heroes, the great Tony. Oh, I love him, and I miss him when he was on Fox. Yeah, he was great. We love Tony. All right, hold on a sec, Jim. And we have Chris in Boston who's going to play our game. Hello, Chris. Welcome. Hey, Ben, how's it going? Uh, if if I was any better, I'd be Scott, but not blind Scott because he's uh, ranting like a lunatic. So anyway, uh, all right, Chris, you're, you're one of our uh, semi-regulars, right, Chris? You would qualify as yep, that. That's yes? me. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, very good. Let's play the game. And uh, we need uh, to partner up here, Jim in Ohio. Who would you like to partner up with, Jim? You, Ben. All right. That'll be the matchup. And Chris, who do you want to partner up with? Eddie. Eddie, would you like to play Eddie? Yeah. Okay, very good. Uh, that'll be the matchup here. Thanks for listening, uh, Chris. Uh, <laughs> one, of the, one, of the, one of the regulars. Not, well, nothing, no, he, nothing but love for you, Coop. 
He's a he's a regular he's a regular caller, not a listener. He's a caller, not a listener. Uh, that is a different qualification to actually listen to the show. Nobody will admit to actually listening to the show. Anyway, all right. Well, Jim, you're up with me, and uh, pick a number one to ten, please, Jim, and we'll give you some clues. Let's do six. Number six. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what shall we go with? Let's go with. Boast. Boast. Jim? Mm. Mm. I'm boasting is what I'm doing. I uh, Whoa. Oh, whoa. I say, what? what, what? Uh, automatic oh. point for me. That's what? Thank you. No, that's that's not, not, I didn't say, no, I said voice. You're like uh, boast or whatever. I don't know. You're saying way too many words. That's <laughs> yeah, that's not, not how. Just give me the point, works. Coop. Right? Isn't that how it works? No, we're not giving you just, the. Just, Jim, do you have an answer. Yeah, do you have an Jim. answer, Jim? <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, I, I spell it out for you, <laughs> Jim. I gave you the word. It's like Marcel's food fix. Holy crap! I don't even. I don't need a clue. It's brag. Oh, let's right, go. Good job, oh. Chris. And oh, Eddie. Well, you don't get credit. That was my clue. That was my you clue. All missed. right. Chris, pick a, please pick a uh, number, not six. Four. four. All right. Ecstatic. Four. What? Yeah. Ecstatic. Uh, excited. Oh, Let's yeah. go. Wow. Right on, Chris. Wow, it's a massacre. All right, come on, Jim. Eddie, come on, Eddie Jim. always wins these games. Pick a number, Jim. <laughs> two. Number two. All right. Let's go here. Let's go with... Mm. Belongings. Mine. <laughs> Jim? Mine. Are you a plant, Jim? Are you a plant? Are you doing this to ruin the game? How dare you, Jim? Now, nah, listen, where am I going to be? I mean, come on. I won, and you the lost, word, Ben. The word was... Prop- no, you didn't win. I won, big you guy. You didn't win. <laughs> yes, I did. No, you did not. There was no... Co- Jim took murder, the game off. <laughs> I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions... Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyond zero. 
Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.